Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Hello, Sarah. You need a Walter. Do you still go by Sarah? You need a Walter. What do you go by? It's a mouthful. (laughs) Um, It just depends. (laughs) Most of my yogis know me as Sarah Yanito. Uh Uh-huh. The yogis. The yogis. I'm trying to adapt Walter a little bit more. Okay. But people are still like, who's Sarah Walter? Where'd Sarah Yanito go? Yeah. She's on the schedule. So I keep it long. God, it's hard. It is. Well, welcome to What the Fit. We're back. I have Sarah back. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody. We're going to run through the intro of the podcast, the same three questions we always run through, favorite workout, thing you want to talk about, wild card. I'm so excited to get into it with you. And then we've got a really amazing, fun, smart, super intelligent guest to get to. So Sarah, what's been your favorite workout? Oh, so it is Friday the 13th. It's been a week. recording on Friday the 13th. Yes. such a week. It's been such a week. So Sarah's drinking will... wine right from the bottle. <clears throat> this is true. That's we, how much of a week it has we been. We didn't have another glass and we're too we're afraid of the coronavirus. We're not afraid of the fucking coronavirus. I don't even want to talk about it. We're, we're not... fighting the virus from the inside out not... with the wine. We're killing all no, the germs. I can't even. Can't even cheers. I can't even cheers. <laughs> um, favorite workout of the week. So it has been a very busy week for me mm-hmm. um, with teaching. So quite honestly, I haven't taken workouts outside of my own classes. So I've been doing lots of high and tight, lots of yoga. Fair enough. So I have to say my favorite of those, I needed yoga. Mentally, I needed the yoga for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as the workout goes, high and tight has kicked my own ass multiple times. And how, when, because I know like the coaches at System of Strength, you guys are very actively involved. Like what percentage of the workout do you think that you're doing, you know, of the hour? It varies from class to class. So for the majority, we like to demo all the moves prior to getting into it. Mm -hmm. So everyone can see visually what we're doing. Um, Our workouts are completely verbal based as well. So we'll always give the verbal cues, but high and tight in particular, the transitions are so quick. Mm So I, oh my gosh, I would say and I, I probably will change as I get more and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's probably like 90% I'm on my mat. If I have enough time where there's like a challenge sequence and I can walk off my mat and people know what they're doing for the next few minutes, I'll mm-hmm. walk around and kind of poke people in their yeah. core, remind them to engage yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I'm on my mat demoing like every 30 seconds transitioning from one move to the next. So I am like drenched in sweat. Oh, and yeah. I burn upwards to like, I mean, I know Apple Watch doesn't necessarily... It's not as accurate as people think it is, yeah. but I burn upwards to like 600 calories every class. I'm dead. So wow. I do like two high and tights a day and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in bed by 8 p.m. <laughs> of course you are. So like when you're doing the class though, are you mm-hmm. like in your mind like, okay, I don't have to give a hundred, like this isn't my workout. I can like- I'm learning to do that. Yeah. It's yeah. funny because all like if you guys have ever been to System of Strength, you'll know that we give different level languages. So level one is going to be your highest intensity. Level two is your intermediate. Level three is foundation. Um, I used to always go level one the whole time. And like I would demo what the different levels would look like. But personally, as I like after I've already given the options, I would personally do level ones. And uh-huh. now I'm like, I don't really have to be doing like I can take these angle weights right. off and continue to move. So, right. I mean, I've learned just because I physically by the third class I'm teaching of the week, of, you know, in 24 hours, I'm like, I physically can't do level ones anymore. So no, you physically um, can't. And I think it, I mean, it's good to show that like humanization that everyone's in this together and like we're all at different levels. And that's what's so beautiful about the workout is like it during during your class you can be at level one you could be at level two you could drop to three you can go back up to one and it can so it can change throughout the week yeah oh yeah right yeah, every like time one yeah. class you're in there it level should one. i mean yeah and then you know maybe later on yeah. you're like i oh, know i'm not feeling this. Exactly. exactly but it just takes the discerning so, 
this discerning work outer to know like this is me honoring my body <laughs> exactly. or this is me slacking off and, and like only yeah, you can do that yeah and you and ryan actually you came to one of the hardest ones to date i think one of the hardest high tights of mine to date and i well, was sore for that like, ever for that from that class that is my favorite yeah. workout <laughs> so yeah. i'm not just saying this because you're here yeah. that has been Aww. my best <laughs> workout aside there mm-hmm. is something about a friday morning energy of a workout like and, and to add on that we had so there were so many friends in that class yeah like we had ben from I cincinnati know. fitness boxing yeah, yeah. his wife kelsey your husband kevin was there yeah. brandy was there like yeah, ryan, lots of the ryan and i were there yeah and there's just like i just love a friday morning workout the vibe of the and i i love the time because it's not super super really to it's where you're time. like a little groggy still from waking up but it's like a 6 30 a.m you're awake enough you're maybe going to work right after maybe you have some time to like get home and have breakfast whatever but it's like the perfect energy boost and it's also like all right we're we're almost to saturday we're almost at our weekend no people are pumped so yeah i i loved that class one because everyone that was there i'm gonna say it high and tight's my favorite format Hell yeah. I love to hear it. (laughs) And it's so funny because that was kind of the one where I was like, I'm not going to leave that one. That's like, I I don't care. It grows on you. It's so different all the time. Mm -hmm. You're used like the band work, your own body weight work. I I mean, I mean, I've used different equipment. Nothing has been the same that I've been. And I love that you're in the heat. Yeah. Oh, the heat's the best part. Because you are just like (laughs) drenched in sweat. Mm -hmm. You can like true. I love the muscle engagement like that. Like, I, I know yeah. what we're focusing on. Like, it's, this is what we're working on. I can think right. about that muscle I'm using. It's the toning. So we call it the toning and sculpting portion of the system specifically for that reason. You're isolating, like, one area for a not super long duration, but long it enough to like where you're... Long time, <laughs> it like, might be, like, three to five minutes, but it's glutes long enough class. to where your whole body shakes and you're, like, okay, I can no longer lift my arm. Let's move to the next side. And that's the best part of it is because you burn it out until you're, like... I've got nothing left. Those and then you shoulders, give it a little bit more. <laughs> those shoulders that we were doing, yeah. I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. The glutes. My abs were sore for days yes. from that fucking yeah. ab roller. Yeah. Like the deep in my core soreness. Where you can't laugh or cough. Nothing no, happens. I couldn't. I can't even like drive up a hill. <laughs> like the, like the, the force, like the gravity force of driving up. <laughs> You're like, oh, I could, can't engage the glutes. I could feel it. <laughs> It was bad, but I go downhill. <laughs> no, no, change no. the route. <laughs> but I love that class. No, I'm, I'm so I'm glad. Like, I love having you in class. I love I'm, having all the, like it's such a good group that comes on Fridays. I love it. So it's really fun. I, I'm going to be be back for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk about? So actually, we can tie it into exactly what we just were wrapping up. So during class, I would love to know because personally, I have my own. Uh, agenda in my mind throughout the 60 minutes of a workout but what inner monologue do you have while you're working out like are you your biggest advocate are you your cheerleader are you telling yourself you're a badass keep Mm -hmm. going or does it transition sometimes and be like what the fuck why am Mm -hmm. i here Mm -hmm. i need to leave it totally transitions and it does it depend on like what happens in the outside world before you walk in or does it have does it depend on like the class itself i think that I think both. Yeah. I mean, there's times where I will walk in with shit. And as much as I want to say, like, as much as I'm like, okay, I'm here to shed it. Sometimes I can't. Yeah. And I like, and I still have it like on my back or whatever. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I can shed it and it's amazing. And I, and it, sometimes it'll be like, yes, you've, you've Mm -hmm. got this. You can do this. Other times I'm like, this fucking sucks. (laughs) That's not a lot of the time for me, but 
it can certainly happen. I think most of the time, I really do love when classes are like, think about an intention Mm -hmm. or like, like specifically like yoga. I'm sure that's something that's, you know. Yeah. But, but I think even like some other class will be like, Mm -hmm. okay, why, like think about why you're coming here today. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like your why, like why are you on your mat sweating in a high and tight at 630 in the morning? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so then it's nice for me to be like, okay, like with yoga, Mm -hmm. a lot of the time I'm like, I want to be open. Yeah. I want to feel open. And guess what? The only way to get open is to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I know at the end of class, I'm going to feel completely different than I do at the beginning. So like, okay, this is part of the process. Like when it's uncomfortable, when I don't want to hold this crescent lunge, when like my arms are tired from warrior two, like, yeah, this is all part of my hips opening up, which is like, oh yeah, which is always kind of where I'm ultimately getting at. But yeah. And I would say, especially like, like cardio classes or things where it's like, you're like a burnout, like Mm -hmm. high and tight when you're like, Mm -hmm. you know, like really like losing it. That is when it will, it will kind of go back and forth of like a seesaw of like yes you can do it you yeah. can do it keep going and then just like okay fuck I can't <laughs> I'm the same way especially I feel like especially with like a cardio class if you're like you don't have time to think really like mm-hmm. you're physically just like moving the whole time and like jumping around or mm-hmm. you know jumping from the back of your mat to the front or something like that um I feel like I'm the same way where I'll be like I just have to push myself and I have to be positive or I feed off my neighbor's energy I, that's like my biggest thing like I love being next to someone because yeah. I'm like okay they're going, I got to keep doing it. Like yeah. one more rep. And then sometimes, you know, like you'll hear the instructor say, okay, you got it. Like one more rep or two more reps. And like when you have a time frame, five, like five more seconds, yeah. that's like all I need that in my mind to be like, okay, I got yes. this. I but then I'll still be like, I think I'm going to die, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I'm going to keep going and just see what happens. Totally. I, I am super motivated by music too. Yes. That's like probably my biggest one. Like if I am dying and a mm-hmm. song comes on, yeah, uh, for, forget it. I will, oh. I will. <laughs> leave my soul on the mat like I'm gonna keep going Do you have like your go-to song that will like turn it up to like a new level of peace I, mode I, I for think you? It, ch- it changes yeah. depending on like what I'm into like okay. if for like right now if I heard like yummy by Justin Bieber like oh. I would be like fuck yeah we're doing this for a long time do you remember when Nike had you could set everyone had the fucking little chip thing that you put in your shoe or oh, you yeah, could attach yeah, yeah. to the front of your shoe it was like the Nike the Go thing yeah and that you could s- and it attach your iPod, <laughs> the little clip. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and you could set like your, like you could set a song mm-hmm. that was like when you needed to oh, like yes. hear this song. Like oh, that was the song. I actually don't think I've ever had that. Oh, that you did it. Really cool though. I wish. Yeah, I they had it as like part of the programming. Oh, like you were like okay. listening to music and yeah. you like double tap something, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. And that's and like your go-to. It would play the song that you needed to hear to like yeah. get you through to the end of the of the run. And yeah. so that for me was. Um, Just Dance by Lady Gaga. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, oh, 2009. That's like a really cute choice. <laughs> cute? <laughs> that's not as edgy as I would have. Can, can you guess well, what mine? Was, okay. Mine it was, was like, like 2008. That was edgy at the time. <laughs> so 2008. So I was like in the midst of my swimming career thinking I was uh-huh. going to Stanford with a full ride for swimming. Sure. Back me in the too. day going, for, going to law school. Yeah, me too. Um, but... My go-to song to like pump me up, I mm-hmm. listened to it like before a big meet, mm-hmm. was um, Raise Up by that PD Pop. No, I don't like, know. Like um, Twist Around Your oh Head, just like a helicopter. God. That song. Oh, that was North my. North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like. Yeah. yeah it's, I'm not going to. It's recording, so I don't want to embarrass myself and have anyone ever have to listen to yeah. me try to sing the song, but. <laughs> Look it up. It's called Raise Up if you don't know what How I'm talking about. How does not anyone not know that it is? Younger yes. people don't know who, what it is, maybe? I don't know. 
I'm just, I feel like everyone knows that song. It's so good. But I like get chills. I can hear it. I, <laughs> I can hear it in my head. And I want to sing it, but I also I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> Maybe like two more glasses of wine. I was going to say, let me finish this <laughs> end of this bottle. I can't stop saying it in my head now. Oh my God, that's so funny. But that was my, that was my song. Yeah. I, I think it might still be my song. <laughs> you sh- I think that might be. Choice. Oh yeah. My song for next weekend. It as it should be, <laughs> as it should be. I haven't told I haven't told anyone about oh, what's okay. happening. I'm gonna keep it a secret. We'll until keep it, it a happens. secret. You guys don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, yet. you don't. Do wait till it's the, an inside joke. The next, <laughs> yeah, the we'll, next round. Right, 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 right. It'll definitely be a favorite word. Eureka, of mine for yeah. sure. Um, so yeah, I would say the inner dialogue. It, it's so mm-hmm. it's so depends yeah. on what's going yeah. on. I wish I had something consistent, but I think it's a, just a kind of a marker too of like mm-hmm. every workout's different how I come into it's different how I walk away out of it it's different I think it's interesting like so starting like my fitness journey and like as an instructor starting in yoga we didn't I mean it wasn't really part of the training to ever like coach someone into like what they should be thinking about because when you go to yoga it's to like check in with yourself so you've you know every person comes in with a different story and different things going on in their mind we're not like all right tell yourself you can do that like it's not like that type of class you know you're right so when I started teaching with us with SOS with system of strength it was this complete different shift of like being a cheerleader but also being super authentic to what's true to you like you're not going to just like stand up be like go 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 you got it because like anyone could say that anyone can mean that or not mean that I guess and say it but it's like it's different because we have this mind shift of like find like we on our walls even it says like find a way or like what's your why what's your Mm -hmm. reason why are you here um like you are a badass like Mm -hmm. just like those those little bits and pieces that you can pull during class and like think about it and it's just cool to see the energy shift like when people think of that like what is the reason I'm here yeah yeah like the look around maybe they don't know why they're there but then they look at their like neighbor who's just like killing these burpees they're like okay I can do this right and I think that's the mark of a good coach and a good instructor is that they can like being themselves like comes through Mm -hmm. and and, like a personality type of way and that like everyone's different and everyone's going to be motivating in a different way but that it's it's shining through is like I'm I'm like I'm with you as myself yeah and that's why that's why I think like the biggest motivation comes from is like when I know like hey you're being yourself mm-hmm. which just helps me to yeah. be like okay I'm going to give it my yeah. all yeah. because you can you know when it's funny right. right and it's not motivating yeah no that's so true and to be honest like going back to how much I actually take the class when I'm teaching for high and tight cuz I love to speak to my own body so I'm like okay we're doing these 80 20 squats my leg is shaking right now mm-hmm. your guys is like right leg shake if it's mm-hmm. not shaking sink a little bit deeper yeah. like I could speak to what's happening to me mm-hmm. and then people are like oh okay she's suffering just as much as I am like if my instructor's doing it I'm gonna keep doing it you know I I love that it's like we're in this together guys like and we say that we're stronger together yeah like it's like a togetherness it's a community yeah we're all dying together just sweating our asses off yeah yeah so and you feel and then it's the most rewarding 60 minutes you walk out and you're like I can go conquer the world now totally I agree so totally agree okay so the thing I want to talk about yes I am finally getting a membership to the Y. Oh. I'm getting a gym membership nice. for the first time since 2015. <laughs> so I have just yesterday, this airs, it'll be yeah. a week ago, parted with my Orange Theory membership. Oh, wow. I can't, I've been a member. How long have you, have since yeah. December of 20, 2015. Oh, that's a while. Oh my gosh. It's been a long time. It was very bittersweet for me. I started as an unlimited member. I had an unlimited membership 
four years. Like it was just that this year I dropped down to eight and then I was like, okay, now I'm going to drop down to four. And then I finally came to the conclusion and it was hard for me because I had this such a strong attachment Mm -hmm. to like, this was my fitness like this or like, and I'm sure the community itself too. It's yeah. And it was just like, this is like what I've always done. And this is like what I, you know, know to go to. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was just like, after a while I was like, this is not where I am anymore. Like I, I want to, I want to, I'm, I still like have class pass and I still am bouncing around a bunch Mm -hmm. of different places. I have the Sage yoga membership. Um, but I just think that like I want to I want to focus on like some lifting stuff. And I recently went to the Y as like a guest with someone and I ran on a treadmill by myself for the first time in so long without like and I was being like, in a group fitness class. You're saying right, like, right, yeah. right. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can listen to my own music. Yeah, <laughs> I can like I, I arguably like maybe I'm not pushing myself as hard but just the like freedom to just like shut off my mind mm-hmm. and just like totally totally zone out there's no pressure yeah. there's no one around yeah. like be your own boss yeah. yeah and I was like before like that seemed I didn't want to make more decisions on what mm-hmm. I have to do but in that moment I was like no this is like kind of where I want to be I love that yeah and so it's it's still I was still like wrestling yesterday when I went to Orange Theory um, you're gonna sorry. I thought you meant at first you went wrestling, and I was like, wait, that's wait. I missed a detail there. I am also a wrestler. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I'm going to a MMA class tomorrow, though, oh, doing nice. some grappling, probably. Um, but I was still like thinking about, okay, like, am I gonna use the membership enough, or am mm-hmm. I like letting go of this part of me? And I was like, no, this is like just another season where I am. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I'm failing in other, any no. way. No, oh gosh, not at all. Like, it's like a mindful choice that yeah. you, that's just the transition you need right now. And it's, like you said, it's just see what I want to be. See what happens with it. Do you think now, because like with a Y membership, can you use like the pool and you can go, like I think all they those things? I do have a pool. I mean, I'm joining the like downtown, like oh, OTRY. Gotcha, okay. So okay. I think they do have a pool, which would I be I started my swimming super. career at the YMCA. So this is like, all I know is the pool. I never actually went to the gym. So I'm like opposite. So when I think of why, I'm like, oh, okay, for swimming. But like, but what I was going to say is like, are you planning on doing things like outside of just like the like weight the lifting weight, and yeah. like, I know they have just like some classes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or like pickleball. <laughs> have not thought about pickleball. <laughs> you um, need a partner. Let me know. Did you play pickleball? I'm no. I mean, I have. You have like in gym class back in high school. I remember that Isn't was. Isn't it a big for thing. boomers? I don't know. I think it's for like old me. people. Well, you know what? <laughs> this is judgment free zone here, <laughs> Chrissy. Okay, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Twenty seven going you're on right. seventy two. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I. I also like if any. Hello, I'm going to tap into my network here of like fitness <laughs> professionals. <laughs> Anyone wants to send me some workouts, yeah. that'd be great. But I anticipate like probably going two, three times mm-hmm. a week. Yeah, um, I love that. And That's so good. I can still like do Orange Theory posts all their workouts on Reddit. Nice. If you don't know, now you know. You can yeah. have access to yeah. those. Because I want to still row because I feel like that is makes you really, really strong in a way mm-hmm. that nothing else can. Mm-hmm. And I hate it so much. So I know I should do it. So I don't want to like lose that piece, but I don't really know how to make rowing workouts. So I can still, yeah. I'm still like going to just kind of still use their workouts just on my own. I don't fucking know, yeah. but it was a big shift. Well, I'm that's excited. exciting though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. But I'm like, it'll be cool no to see way. like what you, you should do like a recap after a few weeks of like how you like to yeah. Yeah. do your yeah. own like be I your know. own coach. 
I know. They better have a good mirror for me to take a picture in or else like, I'm going to have to quit going. <laughs> I don't know. Good <laughs> need, like, an, yeah, they need an Instagram wall or something or else you're not going to get me in there. <laughs> okay. Wild card. <clears throat> What's your favorite sleeping position but not having sex position? Yeah, sleeping. Emphasis position. sleeping. We're sleeping in this position. Yeah. What's your so, favorite way to sleep? I'm a notorious side sleeper. Okay. What side? Uh, left side however on your hip um left hand is underneath the pillow okay i want very detailed okay hold on i need to pretend i'm sleeping okay so okay you know how like if you go to a doctor and they tell they like if you're having like wrist issues or something they ask you if you like sleep with like your arm kind of like I feel like I do that. You do. You guys can't sleep. It's like I'm, a claw. She's like yeah, making like. I a... feel like I kind of like just collapse my palm down, and it's not safe. Like I'm not like in a comic book, like right? palms together, like perfect right? angel sleeping. Right? I'm. Oh yeah, I do have that too. What do you do? <laughs> um, so I I fall asleep. Okay, initially I fall asleep left side on your side. So I'm notorious though for like, <laughs> it's funny because. Like my husband sleeps on the right side of the bed. I'm on the left side. We we sleep back to back. We never okay. actually like face each other. I yeah. hate people breathing. Yeah. Okay, fair. on me, I just fair. Ugh, totally makes me cringe. Fair. Yeah. So like I, I just never always be have that to close. Put, to you. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's 2020 coronavirus. Yeah. You can't trust anyone yeah. these days. Yeah. No, no breathing. But anyways, I mean, like a quick, you know, few minutes of cuddling, and then sure you're like, you All cuddle right, for a night. second, then you're like, you roll good over. night, good night. Go to our We're sides. like, we mean business. It's time for bed. Roll over to the left side. However. Um, Kevin has told me and shown photos of me sleeping where I wake up on my back and I'm I grab opposite hand to elbow with my arms like overhead, you're ragdolling and your I ragdoll in my sleep or I sleep in tree pose with my feet like my legs so like my right foot will be up in like a tree pose position my left leg will be straight I don't that, know why yeah that's that's but, kind of how so I so my like favorite <laughs> most comfortable way to sleep yeah. would be like on my belly Okay. Are you sleep on your stomach? No, I don't. Oh, listen, okay. I don't. Okay. But if I had my way, <laughs> I would sleep on my belly, left side, smushed into the pillow. Okay, like, so I'm turned okay. to the left. My left cheek is down on the pillow. And then my right leg is in, like, tree. So I'm, like, like right. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, oh, I know. Yeah. Okay. However, I don't want to smash my face and get wrinkles. Oh, and so now point. I'm training Here's myself <laughs> for the last about year to be a back sleeper. So okay. Time be- out. Because JLo sleeps on her back and she has pillows lining her so she can't turn or move over. You can train yourself. I have trained myself. So I now only do my really comfy position. Okay. Like if I'm going to snooze, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. just, let me just get it really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gotta- get it in before you you roll over. It's like in the morning for like five minutes. It feels so good. But then the rest that of the time. That is true. Okay. Really quick. I smashed my face. I have a few comments. First comment. Isn't it true that like right when you wake up and your alarm's going off and you hit snooze, you can fall asleep in any position. It's the most like, comfortable thing you've I remember, ever been in your life. Yeah. Like I remember being like a kid and like not wanting to get out of bed and I would fall asleep with like my butt up in the air like like a puppy dog pose and yoga type of thing. Like yeah. I would like curl myself in a ball and like my butt would be in the air and yeah, I just like fall asleep weirdos. like that. I'm like, how in the yeah. world? <laughs> like, is this even possible? Um, second comment is I've heard, and I, I wish I had my phone close by. I could research this real quick, but need a Jamie. But I heard if people who sleep on their backs have a higher, oh, I'm going to botch this. I think they have like a higher health risk in some capacity of like 
dying. Yeah, or? like there's something like not healthy so with like I can the way the beauty or death. Yes. Okay. Basically. I choose beauty. Okay. So. <laughs> Might as well die beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying not to smash my face. I mean, if J Lo's doing it, right? It's got to be fine. Yeah. She's fifty. No. Is she yes. 50? Yeah. So obviously. Let's just lead in her. Yeah, in a lot of surgeries and yeah. whatever the fuck it is. But no, I, I'm, I'm trying really hard to not smush my face. Yeah, It's hard. It's hard. That is the worst. You wake up and you just got like a line. And like as you yeah. get older, your elasticity in your skin just leaves. And so then well, I can remember like very vividly one yeah. time my grandma woke up and like in the morning I saw her and like her face was like fucking literally smashed from sleeping and it oh. was not moving. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be me. Scarred you for life. <laughs> So, do you have like a sleeping regimen? I know we're not talking that this is getting off the track right, a little bit, but track. like, do you have a sleeping regimen of like things you do right before bed or like, like I'm a nighttime per- routine? I ha- well, not necessarily like not even oh, skincare, of course. I'd love to know what you do. But yeah. separately, like, do you have like, like for me personally, I have a full glass of water. I sit at my nightstand and I drink it first thing before I get out of bed. Oh, nope. I or, don't like, have, I have that. a diffuser and I'll put oh, nope. I have, like a specific sleep. I'm very particular. No, that's great. It's nice to have a bedtime routine. No, I don't really have anything in particular no i know i don't yeah nothing besides like i'm like ocd almost with my sleeping no, I think it's good i think it's good to have a nighttime routine yeah i have like the, the skincare routine whatever but nothing nothing that i like have to have i like it to be very dark yeah i don't like to sleep yeah. with clothes on same and it's not healthy to sleep with clothes on i think it's like yeah that's another yeah, health makes, thing i read i think that makes sense you gotta let yourself breathe. well because your body naturally like finds the right temperature yeah yeah, no, totally. We know so, what we're talking and it's about. Better, and it's better to sleep when it's cooler in the room. Right. Than warmer. Better. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I like it really dark, cool, but that's normal. Everyone likes that stuff. I'm trying to think what else. No, that's it. Yeah. Do you have a firm mattress or a soft mattress? Oh, firm. Yeah. I like a little bit softer. Yeah. I'm like an old. Okay. Back to being <laughs> 27 going on 72. I have such a sensitive back. I have to have like a super firm mattress super firm pillow like very flat like because my I have like weird issues if I don't I'll like wake up and I like can't move my body if I'm like sinking down so damn yeah well thank you for sharing all these personal things with me you're welcome (laughs) anytime I really appreciate you thanks for coming back on go visit her at system of strength go to high and tight it's so fun um I mean yes it is fun how it's often fun do, afterwards. How often do you, and I have only been to your class a couple of times, so I'm not saying that mm-hmm. you have, like, that you've been the same playlist, but I'm just curious how often do you change your playlist? Every single class. Every single class. Yeah, I make a new a one every time. It's amazing. It's, I don't know how long that's going to last, but as of right now, I have, it's, I've got it by date on my Spotify. I love it. I love it. Music's so important. <laughs> yep. Okay. Thanks so much. We have a thanks great guest coming me. up. My guest today is a classically trained chef cooking teacher, and food and beverage consultant. She's turned her experience as a corporate and private chef into a booming business. Like, you better be ready to register for her hands-on cooking classes the second they go on sale. She strives to help chefs of all levels learn, practice, and master basic skills from classes on essential knife skills to tacos and margaritas. She wants to make cooking an enjoyable, delicious experience. Please welcome Jordan Hammonds of Tablespoon Cooking. Hi. Happy Friday. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> we are here for it. Get that mic up there. Mike. Yeah, okay. There. Yeah. Oh, Got yeah. it. Got Perfect. It. Perfect. <laughs> I do love recording on Fridays because then the episode when the episodes come out on a Friday I feel like we can like match that Friday energy yeah way more fun and I'm ready for the 
I'm ready for the weekend. We both are. (laughs) I'm so happy you're here. Me too. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming. I'm super excited to dive in. You have an insanely successful business. (laughs) Don't you're laughing. And I'm joking in the intro. I'm not joking in the intro to say you have to sign up for your cooking classes the second they go on sale. I know from firsthand experience. I I, the first time I came was with the cookie dough Mm -hmm. class, the dough class. What's that woman's name? Kristen Tomlin. Yes. She had the edible. She has the edible cookie dough. It was like super, super Mm -hmm. famous out of New York. Mm -hmm. She came in town. You did a class like centered all around her new book, which was incredible. And so when the tickets went on sale, I was in Denver. I was going with my friend, Ellen Whitney. And I was like, Ellen, I need you to be awake to purchase these because I don't want to wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah. And she was like, "At what time do they go on sale? Like six? They did. We moved it back an hour. Um, One of my colleagues moved to Utah. So she was like, ah. really want to get up at 4 a.m to have to do this so we moved it back an hour yeah um which i think is better for everyone right so it's seven now but but it was six you got to be on it you do yeah we're working on it yeah uh, (laughs) well no that's a good problem to have it is it is it's a good problem to have but it's not necessarily the experience we want to provide um so we're trying to make it better for everyone because it's stressful for us too it's we're not like sitting there like oh my god they're going so fast like yay it's yeah we want to have more capacity but it's been it's been a little crazy yeah so yeah a a wild ride I want to dive into it because I think a lot of people you know they they see your success and I tell people oh I'm having Jordan from table soon (laughs) on like oh my god she's killing it she's killing it but we know that like overnight successes don't exist no no <laughs> no <laughs> like we had coffee the other week where you're telling me like all of the shit that you have to deal with behind the scenes where it's like yes we have this perfectly curated beautiful instagram feed <laughs> that like shows everyone we're doing and behind the scenes we're like oh my god yeah this it's, is tough it's hard work yeah yeah so so first start off you know like what is the business um tell people about that yeah. and then how did it all get started sure so uh tablespoon focuses on hands-on cooking classes taught by professional chefs we also do some catering private events mm-hmm. uh personal chef services but all of our classes are taught by professional professionals so you're learning from people who have worked in the industry worked in restaurants gone to culinary school mm-hmm. and we like to te- take some of those tips and tricks and just ways of working things you learn in yeah. professional kitchens and show you how you can apply them at home to cook better food yeah at home uh we like our classes to be really fun and relaxed it was and very fun yeah so we you know we pour wine we have beer we play music yeah so it's overall it's just a good time yeah um they're not too serious or right. anything they're fun yeah I but yeah, it. we're at uh, at Finley Kitchen, which is located at Finley Market. We're going to be moving into our own space soon, just still at Finley Market, just a couple doors down. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And how is that process still <laughs> a little bit of a headache? It's like, a headache. Please don't make yeah, me talk about no. that. No, <laughs> um, so we, we've been in this limbo with uh, the State Historic Preservation Office since August. Um, of 2019. Yeah, yeah. So we we expected to be open the fall of last year, and then um, we got kind of caught in this, and we're working through it. Yeah. It's just uh, complicated, and there's, you know, a lot of And when you hoops. were first getting into it, like, did you have any idea it was going to be? No, no. I mean, it was like a hard, it, it, I would say I was kind of like in over my head, because mm. there was a lot I'd just never done before, like mm-hmm. the build out, and the loan, and the lease, and just all that stuff, and mm-hmm. then this was totally unexpected, our financing is through the small business administration Mm -hmm. and um it's kind of administered through they administer that through different banks so ours is first commonwealth and the guy who i work with at first commonwealth 
called me one afternoon and was like, hey, we just found out like there's another piece of paper essentially you have to like, fill oh, out another piece of paper and, <laughs> yeah oh yeah and he and I was like all right no big deal like we were very close to closing on the loan uh-huh. and uh I was like all right no big deal and he's like and then you have to wait 30 days for it to get approved and I was like oh what the hell like I thought that was like a big deal and I was like devastated right 30 days and that was in oh. August and we still haven't got it approved um so it's, oh. it's just complicated there's like tax credits involved in the building and a lot of stuff Which going on seems so. to be like so frustrating where you're like I know my core business I know what we have to do and yeah it's like this is just bureaucracy like this is just bullshit yeah I, you know I'm not gonna go on record yeah. as saying that because sure, I'll do it for you I don't have approval yeah. yet um, right but I've learned a lot through the process. I can say yeah. that. Um, you know, we picked a historic building and it has a lot of charm and yeah. character and it's cool and it's a great neighborhood. So I think once we get through it, it'll definitely be worth it. Yeah. Um, part of me is like, I should have picked a damn like strip mall in Mason or yeah. something. Yeah. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, there's just, we got to get through it. We're yeah. close. We have two consultants working on it. Yeah. I have a great architect, a great team. Uh, we'll get there. You'll look back on this yeah. trial and yeah. tribulation later and be like yeah when we open our second location i definitely know some (laughs) questions to ask now exactly exactly (laughs) well that's a perfect so how did it all come into being how did you get into cooking i know you went to business school how did that transition Um, i went to uc Mm -hmm. in uh, marketing and international business and i co-opt um i wanted to get into kind of like fashion merchandising and i was looking at a couple different um jobs for after graduation and then that fell through. It was uh-huh. kind what of year the, did you graduate? Um, 2013. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was kind of a, there was some stuff going on with a couple of the companies I was looking at yeah. and they cut the program and uh, I had a lot of time on my hands to figure out like, what, what do I do? I had been in a program in college that was really structured and I hadn't had much time to actually think about like, oh, here's what I want to do next. Or like, let's try this out. So that I, is a, such a good point. Yeah. When you think about, I, I was in kind of the similar situation when I was in college. I was just strategic communication major, mm-hmm. but I always in my mind was like, well, I'm going to go to grad school. Yeah. So like that was like studying for the GRE or like prepping for like that next phase where like I wasn't even thinking at all when yeah. I, when I talk about a lot about like listening to your body or like tapping, like I was doing no internal reflection mm-hmm for what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like there needs to be a class that's like, let's (laughs) start identifying like some of the values and things that you love to do. Yeah. So that we can help you decide like what that path looks like. Yeah. Every, the program I was in was awesome, but everything was planned out for you. It was like this semester you take these classes, this semester you study abroad. And then. Which is great. It was. Yeah. yeah, But then I had time and I was like, wait, do I want to be on this path? Do I even like what I'm doing? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so um, that kind of led me to explore some different industries. And at the time, I had just moved into my own apartment. I lived in a sorority throughout college, and you like couldn't cook or use the kitchen. And I had just because you in. had like a house mom or something. Yeah, um, that's fun though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. It was great. But <laughs> so I had just moved into my own apartment that had a kitchen, and I was like really having fun cooking uh-huh. and. I, I look back now at like some of the stuff I would cook and I was like, damn, like that was pretty impressive. Like, what I was, did you cook? I don't just like elaborate like three course meals that I would like never cook at home now. I actually think about that too. Yeah. I, like when I was like just getting into cooking, yeah. I'd be like finding recipes like with capers. Oh, like, yeah. All this shit. And now I'm like fucking throw an egg in a pan. <laughs> I know. And I'm like grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> cereal. Yeah. Um, no, but it was fun. Like I had time and I had an interest and I mm-hmm. still like if I had plenty of time now I would still cook like that at home. Yeah. 
I don't. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I started cooking and I was like, well, this is fun. I'd like to explore jobs in, in this industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of what I started figuring out was like, okay, I have experience, but I don't have the right experience for the culinary industry. Yeah. I didn't have kitchen experience. I didn't have food experience, really. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, how do I get some of that? Um, and I still had some scholarship left at UC that I was like, well, I might as well take advantage of this. So I managed to convince um, my scholarship program to let my scholarship cover culinary classes at Cincinnati State. That's amazing. How did you do that? I don't know. Again, I think I had some time on my hands and I was just like persistent. And I was like, let's get this uh, to work. It sounds like you are, you know, from an outsider listening, like very fearless in the (laughs) pursuit of things you want to do. Do you feel that way personally? Because like when I think of myself at that age, I was like, I I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Like, oh, I I wouldn't think like, oh, I enjoy this cooking thing. Maybe I could make this my career. It would always be like, okay, well, let's just like follow a safe and easy path. And like, what's what should I do? You know, I think for me, there wasn't much risk involved. I was like, I didn't at that point. I was like, well, if this doesn't work out, if I don't like it, I can always move on to something else. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I had really good support from my scholarship. It was the Lindner Honors Plus program. Mm -hmm. And I just like can't speak highly enough of it because that truly gave me the opportunity to kind of like chart the path I'm on today so yeah um but that led me to culinary school and then I liked culinary school I was just gonna get like I was like well I'll just take like a couple classes Mm -hmm. and then I can say like oh I've done it like check that off yeah but I really enjoyed it um so I decided, and I was like, well, I don't have another plan yet I should just continue doing this yeah did you have a natural knack for it I, I don't think so. No? No. Um, you know, Cooking One, uh, it was really interesting for me. Uh, so Cooking One, kind of all the classes are like half book work and like lectures and tests and things. And then half like lab. So for Cooking One, um, we like I think I had like Monday night class and it was like a lecture. And they would talk about like theory and vocab and like terms. There's theory and- about cooking? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like I know nothing. Methods yeah. and techniques and like vocabulary okay. and terms. And- okay. And that part I like excelled in. I was like, I know how to do this. I can memorize this. I can take notes. Like I, yes, I got perfect. it. I know and how I, to take a test. Yeah. 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 I was like, I've been doing this for like, I was in UC for five years. Yeah. So, so right. I was like, I got, got I it. I can down. do this. Yeah. Um, so the academic part was great. And then I'd get into the lab and I'd be like, oh my God, I am, I don't know how to like scramble an egg or something like that. But there was a lot of kids in that class with me, some of my uh, students in there that had worked like for example at waffle house or somewhere like that so they could like nail all the practical stuff like it was so easy yeah um so i would we would strategically kind of pair up and i would like study and create note cards and like quizzes for us and then they would be like all right here's how we trade deal yeah like uh, we were like kind of strategic partners where i could help with the academic stuff and then they could help me with the practical stuff yeah it was fun it was fun to be with people who had different yeah. you know, different backgrounds. What was like early on one of like the, the hardest skills for you to <sighs> I think just like the timing and like the heat management of like That's okay hard. like egg, you do a lot of eggs in cooking one because that really teaches you how to like manage your pan and that the heat. was the first thing I learned to cook. Yeah, it's a great it's a great thing to learn. Home kitchen kitchen from my yeah. grandma. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. I remember doing like mayonnaise by hand. You had to do like a quart of mayonnaise by hand, so it's just like a lot of whisking, like yes. an emulsion. So Yes, emulsion. Yeah. Right, 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 right. right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you graduate from culinary school. So before I graduated, I started mm-hmm. working at American Financial Group, Great American Insurance. So uh-huh. not the ballpark. Um the building downtown with yep. the tiara at the top floor is an executive dining room. 
So I worked there as a corporate chef. I started before I graduated and then continued after graduation. So uh-huh. that was kind of like my main, my first big first culinary job. job. Yeah. And what do you do as a corporate chef? Yeah. So in that, it's um, it's services for the executives. So the executives mm-hmm. of the company can uh, utilize the dining services for meetings or they can you know, have private events up there. We would do kind of like little catering, but we also just had lunch available every day. Yeah. Um, everything was from scratch. We didn't really have a budget, so we could cook. We wrote the menu every week. We could cook whatever we wanted. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah. So it was really cool for me because I got to basically just start practicing and learning whatever I was interested in. I did a lot on the pastry station. I was really um, into Ooh, that. So that's fun. We did a lot of the desserts. Do you watch the Great British Baking Show? Sometimes, yeah. I like it. I'm obsessed with that show. <laughs> it is such a comfort to me. It is. It is. 100%. I don't like it, we're talking about like we need to like turn our brains off. Like yeah. that is my go to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me just get some good old fashioned. Yep. Like selflessness from mm-hmm. the UK. No, it's very calm and so relaxed. Calm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to see what they create. Oh, yeah. And then I can just pretend that I'm eating it. <laughs> It's great. It's great. um, I have a question. What does classically trained mean? Gone to culinary school. Okay. And then Cincinnati State does a classic kind of like French tradition. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're working at... um, IFG. Yeah. Yep. And then then what? So I kind of got like the itch. Um, I grew up. My parents are entrepreneurs. They have a business. That makes sense. I kind of got That's where your fearlessness comes from. You might not recognize it yourself, but to me, this is like... You were taking some risks. Maybe yeah. it didn't feel like so it. So but... it's kind of like all I've ever known. Like I didn't <laughs> yeah. really, like I grew up in their office. Like yeah. I had a desk in my mom's office and it was like filled with like coloring books mm-hmm. and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I'd never really planned to have my own business or to be an entrepreneur. But once I started working in a corporate environment, I was like, Ooh. I don't want to do this. <laughs> kind of. I mean, yeah. there, I will say like there are days where I'm like, damn, I'd like to go back to the corporate world because I like, I, there's something for everyone, right? Like yeah. not everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur not everyone's meant to work in the corporate world yeah I do not think you should glorify one over the other I agree that's a really good distinction because there's people that glorify entrepreneurship and and I think especially right now there's this kind of culture of like you need to be doing your own thing yeah and I don't don't think you don't need to no you don't and (laughs) I don't think it's any better if you're an entrepreneur you work at a company Mm -hmm. like we need both there's room for both right Um, right there are benefits yeah to both yeah for sure definitely so yeah it's just like I wasn't used to that environment Mm -hmm. I wasn't used to that kind of lifestyle Mm -hmm. because I didn't grow up with it I didn't know it yeah um and I just was kind of getting like the itch to try something else okay so around the same time I had kind of started a blog I was doing like a food and travel blog do you still do the blog no no I was looking at it I was looking at it today oh god no I haven't updated it in like two years two years it's been I was wondering when that was it'll be three like this summer probably that tell us about the blog when did you start it I started it so originally I started it when I was kind of in college and I was like it was right when blogging was kind of becoming a thing oh yeah and I was like well I should try my hand at this I think everyone in the world was like let me try to be a blogger (laughs) um but then when I was like working at Great American I really wanted a creative outlet I needed like something Mm -hmm. a hobby Mm -hmm. something um so I would just kind of post about like food and travel. Yep. It's and called the hung- Hungry Traveler. Hungry Traveler. Yep. Yeah. And when I left Great American, I was able to travel quite a bit. Oh, um, cool. So I ended up leaving Great American and kind of doing my own thing. And the blog, at first, I kind of like started to see if that was an avenue I wanted to take. Yeah. Um, when you say do your own thing, what, what, do you, what were you doing? I didn't have a plan. Okay. 
Look at you again. It's I would bad. Never. No, I, no, it's I sh- not bad. That's that's a that's a good. So I want to say, like, I had. I wish I'd I had it. the support of my parents. Yeah. I had the privilege to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, I had saved some money. Mm-hmm. I had some stuff going on um, where I just kind of needed a change. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, let's. This is the time. Yeah. So I was very, very, very lucky mm-hmm. to be able to do that and yeah. not have a plan. I would not necessarily recommend it. Even if I gave myself advice, I'd be like, you should have stayed there a little longer and kind mm. of thought about what you wanted to do. But there was like, I needed to get out. And I it needed, worked out. Yeah, you. it did. Um. So, yeah, I started the blog. I was kind of experimenting with that. And then that led me to teaching some cooking classes. Mm. So I had an advisor, a mentor at the time who was like, you know, you you should work on like growing your audience. You know how you I didn't love just being behind a computer. I like being around people. Okay. So I was I didn't find blogging like very fulfilling. Yeah. Where did you go? What kind of travels did you take? Um, What was your favorite place? Oh, well, I. I would say my favorite cities are kind of tied for Istanbul, Paris, and Hong Kong. Um, those are kind of the three places I've been where I'm like very... Why the three? What about I, the three? So I, I've been to Paris quite a few times. I've never been to Paris. I want to go. You should go. I, I, mean, it's I like, really want to uh, go. It's, it's like the most popular city in the world for a reason, like the most visited. I mean, it like deserves the title. Yeah. Um. So I, I studied abroad in France in college, mm. and I took French all through... I guess junior high, high school mm-hmm. after that. So I really just like like the culture and the language and everything. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. It's so romantic. It is. Paris is beautiful. It's the col- it, you know there's great culinary yes. tradition there. Yes. Um, it's just a great city. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hong mm-hmm. Kong. Uh, That's surprising to me. It, beautiful city. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I studied abroad in Asia in college okay. as well and. Hong Kong was kind of like at the tail end of our trip. And oh, I forgot one place that's also tied, which would be uh, Boracay in the Philippines. Another really cool place I've been also on that trip. Yeah. The Philippines is incredible. My company, like our main hub of business is out of the Philippines. So I have a lot lot of work there. Have you been? I haven't been, no. But I've had a lot of like... Yeah. VPs and directors who go and come back and it's like, it's fucking beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, my boyfriend's actually Filipino. Oh, so really? He grew up there. So well, he definitely knows about my company then because it's really? like the number one employer in the Philippines. Oh, what yeah. is it? It was con- Convergis. Oh, now okay. it's Concentrics. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Well, yeah, he, I'm sure he does. Yeah. Um, everyone in the Philippines knows it. Yep. <laughs> it's like great place. You should definitely go. I would love to. Um, and then, yeah, Istanbul, also super beautiful, mm. really great food, really nice people. Yeah, interesting. Huh, never thought about that. When did you go there? Um, 2016, mm. 17? Oh, okay, okay. A couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. What's your, like, favorite type of food when mm. you're traveling? Or, like, cuisine, type of cuisine? Is that a really hard question? Yeah. <laughs> I really Turkish food was like incredible. Um, I love Middle Eastern food. I grew up in Toledo, so there's a lot of um, Middle Eastern restaurants in like Toledo, really? Detroit, Dearborn. Yeah, big population. Didn't know that. Yeah, so Dearborn has some of the best like Middle Eastern food around. Um, yeah, it's worth going up there. Yeah, yeah, but maybe the only thing worth going up there for. Uh, yeah. No, there's the Henry Ford Museum. Yeah, yeah, the Henry Ford Museum. That's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> I just hate on Northern Ohio. So I'm from Northeast Ohio. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like everything like <laughs> above Columbus. I'm just like, it's always cloudy. <laughs> it is. That is that is true. <laughs> Perrysburg's a cute little town. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm not, I'm not I don't want to talk shit. But 
So the blog, you're like, okay, this is not fulfilling me. Yeah. Yeah. So I started teaching the classes. I taught at um, Cookswares, which is now out of business, but mm. it's kind oh. of like a traditional kind of like kitchen store yeah. um, in Blue Ash area. And then they had another one in uh, Springboro outside okay. of Dayton. Yes. So I started teaching there and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like I get to do this in front of real people and like give these tips and tricks. Yeah. And then I taught at Jungle Gyms a few classes. Um, also fun. But then... You know, both of those were pretty far away. Mm-hmm. They were in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, the clientele was a more mature clientele. It was a lot of kind of like retired people, mm-hmm. which was great. It was great. But it was a different style of class. It was demonstration. And I was more entertainment. And I was like, oh, this is fine. But like. Interesting. That's I feel good. like there's an opportunity to do something a little different. Yeah. Um, so Finley Kitchen opened around that kind of same time. Okay. And I was starting to be like, okay, I really need to kind of figure out a plan and get serious about you, okay. my you, life. Yeah. You were th- had the kick. The uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was like, well, I'll become a member at Finley Kitchen and maybe we'll offer some classes. And how did that idea, were you just like one day you're like, that's what I'll do? Or has well, it been like stewing or like, this is just no, another opportunity to dabble? I was kind of dabble. looking for kitchen space because I was doing everything out of my house, my apartment. Can't oh, even say okay. house, apartment, very uh-huh. small kitchen. And it was just like, I missed working in kind of a commercial kitchen, a yep. professional kitchen. Yes, professional kitchen. Because what I wanted to do, it just like was hard to do out of an apartment kitchen. And it was like a headache yeah um so when that when finley kitchen opened i was like well i want the ability to at least use this because at the time i was like maybe i'll take on a little bit more like private chef stuff maybe i'll you know do some catering i didn't know were you thinking at all like i want to get back to like a business route no no not really i don't think so yeah Yeah. um interesting yeah but that definitely came with it (laughs) well you were well equipped yeah uh i don't know if you can ever be totally well equipped that's true. I guess that's true. What's been like the most surprisingly challenging thing um, of running your own business? And how many people are on your team? Because you got nine, including in, myself. We have nine, nine of us yourself. right now. Yeah. yeah. Not everyone's full time, full time yeah. and part time. Um, I would say managing people is the yes. hardest part. And I have that a, is the thing that you can't yeah. really t- be taught. I have a really, 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 really great team. I'm very lucky. I love all of them. Um, but it's just still hard. It's hard to. It is so difficult yeah. to manage different personalities to manage different expectations mm-hmm. and like and then at the end of the day to be like this is your job and you're like I'm dependent upon your performance yeah and as much as like yeah, we can be friends and, and buddy and then like I'm still responsible for your performance at the end of the day <laughs> I was not ready to be a boss I still like when people would refer to me as like oh this is my boss or like mm-hmm. I was telling them my boss blah 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 mm-hmm. and I'm like mm-hmm. it feels very weird yeah um Let's, I've gotten more comfortable with it but like the yeah. first few times I was like please don't call me that like, yeah and- it's funny because so I have a team in Latin America mm-hmm. and this is true in the Philippines too mm-hmm. but like as part of their culture like they don't even call me by my first name they just call me boss <laughs> so like hey boss hey boss. and like at first yeah. you're like what That's yeah me. I'm I'm the boss and then I'm like fuck yeah like (laughs) but it's just like a very interesting yeah i'm like in emails hey boss like when they're texting me hey boss like on everything like rarely ever my name yeah it's funny yeah it's i've i'm i'm growing into it it's Mm -hmm. still like something i'm working on yeah um yeah fair enough and then finances managing the money and all of that that is challenging yes yes i would give that away yeah i have (laughs) yeah i have for the most part i mean you still have to kind of do some of it but i 
hired a firm that started uh, in January that has been like. I think a also huge that's help. like one of the the best things you can do for yourself mm-hmm. is realize what you can give away. Mm-hmm. So that you it's can, hard. Yeah, it is. Especially because anytime you give something away, there's a cost that comes with that. Yes. It's like, yeah, I can give this away. But yeah. for me, it's like, okay, I have this idea that like everything I can do myself, which Common. yeah, that's. I was going to say, are you like a controlling person? Do you like to uh, have everything? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. Go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's hard. You learn, you know, you're not going to grow or get very far unless yeah. you kind of. Right. Do you think that. The, so I'm going to make some. I'm going to like armchair you a little yeah. bit here. Yeah. So obviously you're very high achieving. Super smart. Like uh, h- how old are you? Uh, 30 as of last week. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, you too. Yep. Thank you. So like to have a, a team of eight people under like running this at 30, like that's a huge accomplishment that takes a special kind of person. But like, obviously you had to have certain practices in place, right. To get to that, to where you are or to know that like, okay, be high achieving, be high achieving. And that comes with this like sense of control or like yeah. this perceived, like I can have everything like under control to move yeah. forward. I'm also speaking from my personal experience. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I know this. Yeah. I think there's this like belief like if you – so I'm in this like business class right now. It's called Goldman Sachs, um, 10,000 Small Businesses. And they've done it across the country. There's The first cohort is going on in Cincinnati right now. That's amazing. Um, it's been a great program. But the yeah. past two days, um, I've been in it all day. And yesterday was You Are the Leader – is the, like the name of the mm-hmm. course we're doing. So mm-hmm. yesterday and today have been um, very based on leadership and culture and hiring and all of that. Yeah. So that's interesting. What are you learning? Can you share some tips? Yeah. Um, I think it's just, you know, yesterday they kind of asked us a lot about how we perceive ourselves as a leader or how other might others might perceive us. And the one that I, uh, we had to fill out this like survey yeah. and my leadership style was driver. Okay. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to be this. Um, and <laughs> it's like the Enneagram. It's like you're the one that you don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> like a, that's your I'm truth. A three. I, I'm, I can't even fucking talk about the Enneagram. It makes me so <laughs> mad because I don't know what I am. Really? Because I'm like a one, a three or a four. Ugh. And I don't know. I, like sometimes I'm this and sometimes I'm that. Just pick the best of each one and then like make your own. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm going to add them all up together yeah. and then I'm that. It's I don't fine. know. It's fine. But a three. Okay, that makes sense. Of course, obviously, you're an entrepreneur, so yeah, like that yeah. spirit. But I was like, I don't know if I want to be this. So it's like, we. it's a lot of reflection and like then thinking about what you can do to kind of be the leader you want to be. But like one of the beliefs was um, that like they offered as part of this was like we had to like say what we believed. And one oh, of them was huh. like, oh, if you work hard and are dedicated, you'll be successful. Yeah. And I think going back to kind of what you were saying like for yeah. me that's kind of my belief like yeah I, I kind of feel that like with hard work and then of course luck and resources and things like sure, that sure sure kind of get to where you want to go no I'm like yeah that's a firm belief for me too like I'll outwork anyone yeah if you're like this is what you have to do like these are the steps I I will do them like to a T no matter yeah. the yeah. the consequence the difficulty like if I know the outcome is success like yeah there's no way I'm not gonna fucking do it right and I can't understand people that aren't like that it's hard for me to like that's where my challenge as a leader comes in mm-hmm. too is I'm like I'm I'm t- I'm giving you your yeah. framework I'm telling you my expectation in order to be successful is x y and z 
and like I can't I can't understand why you yep. can't do that. I know. I know. <laughs> That's another thing we've been learning is like everyone's motivated differently. I know. Yeah. I wish everyone was just like me. <laughs> How, what were, were there other like leadership styles that were given like besides yeah, the driver? Yeah. And I'm trying, I'm going to, it was a lot of information. Yeah. So um, one is, I think amiable is one of them. Okay. Um, One I think is expressive uh-huh okay and then i'm gonna forget the third one i've always been described like within performance reviews or like mm-hmm. from my directors as a um, empathetic leader mm. but i don't know if that's not like a classified they might just be saying like yeah i can't remember what this like test was called that we did i'll find out i'll yeah. let you know oh yeah i would love i'll I figure out what the fourth so one was because i forget it but it was like it was interesting because they kind of knew what the distribution of people would be there's like 25 people in the class and they uh-huh. already knew that like 50% of people would be the expressives and then the rest of the class would be kind of divided up among the other three. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah. So that's kinda, really cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So we were ch- talking about how tablespoon. Yeah. The birth of yeah. tablespoon. So you yeah. started c- classes out of Finley. We did. We started with knife skills. Uh, that was our first class. I've got to talk about knife skills. We're going to go on another tangent. Yeah. So I took a knife skills class one time. Okay. At um, Sir Latop. How do you say it? Sir Latop. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember anything. <laughs> and I'm like so self-conscious of oh. when it comes to like cutting things in front of other people. Because, really? Because if I'm on my own, you know, yeah, it's going to be janky and you sloppy. But like I can fucking get it done. I'm safe. I've never cut yeah. myself. Knock on wood. Like it's fine. But then like, for example, if I'm at like my mother-in-law's house. <laughs> And she's like, oh, will you try? I'm like, I start to like sweat. I'm like, fuck, I can't cut this in front of her because she's going to like see that I don't really know how to do it. And she's going to judge me because she's like super proficient in the yeah. kitchen. Or like anytime you're at someone's house, like, oh, can you chop this? And you're like, turn, I like turn my back to them. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll do it. Don't look at me doing it. What are some. Okay, what, we'll what get are, you to come in and knife skills. <laughs> yes, yeah. Please. What are some like, what's the importance of learning good knife skills that we're faster yeah safer. so you're gonna be faster you're gonna be you know more efficient mm-hmm. we talk about that you have to waste food maybe yeah that um and then more confident so mm. we like to kind of so i don't have to like yeah, exactly be yeah, yeah. yeah and then safety that yeah. comes along with it yeah um number one thing is just having a sharp knife okay so that's gonna be I do have sharp knives. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Step one. Um, yeah. And then we go over slicing, dicing. We do. We So in that class, we don't cook. We literally just do the yeah. technical stuff. Yeah. Because there's enough. It's three hours. There's enough to fill three hours. Oh, wow. It's three fun. Three hours a, of it's knife a, skills. Yeah. So we demo something, then you go back and do it. Um, you get to take at home everything with you. I oh, give I you a recipe. Say, yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we do um, celery, onions, carrots, Jalapenos, green bell peppers, garlic, parsley. Did I say carrots? I don't know. Carrots. Yeah. Uh, to make a soup when you're tomatoes. done. Tomatoes. Give them the recipe for a yeah, soup. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so knife skills. What other classes do you have? Oh God. Um, I saw the margaritas. Yeah. Tacos and margaritas we have that tomorrow morning. Actually, uh, classic curries, fresh pasta. We did Ooh. empanadas this week. Yum. We have fried chicken and champagne coming up. Okay, biscuits that's and scones. Interesting. Yeah. Biscuits and scones. Tapas and sangria. Okay, see that these are fun. Donuts and mimosas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah what kind of fun. flavors of donuts do you make? So we do a yeast donut and we do a cake donut, a buttermilk cake donut. And then we do um, a chocolate ganache and then just like a traditional This is like glaze. the best gift idea in my opinion. Yeah. We we 
sell a lot of gift cards. Yeah. Yeah. That's but you you guys, you have to be ready to wake up yeah. on the dot to get Once the- we move, it'll be better. I promise. <laughs> we'll have like double the class offerings. Do you are you in every single one? Uh, not anymore. Okay. I've been trying to cuz like when I'm taking these classes and things like that, mm-hmm. I would say I'm at like 90% right now. Wow. But um, we have a very qualified team. Yeah. Who, so, like, we do an evaluation at the end of every class. And, like, the number one thing for me is if I'm not there and they still get really high yeah. scores. So, like, I was in L.A. all last week. Uh-huh. We still had four classes while I was gone. And yep. they saved all the evaluations for me. And when I got back on Monday, I was reading them all. And they were all, like, dead on. Like Yeah. How, does, how do you feel when you're away and those classes going on? You know, I used to get really anxious. That's kind of like my control freak mm-hmm. thing. And just like the sense of like, not that I didn't trust anyone. It was never that. It's it was not just about like, them. It's always about you. Yeah, yeah. And that if I'm not there, like. Sure. We have know. this idea that we're very important. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and then if there was a problem, like I could solve it. Yep. And yeah. But um, I like when I was in L.A., I was at. Oh, God. I don't want. I don't know if it's bad to say this. No, it's good because it's like that. I trust my team. But I yeah. was like forgetting that there were even classes no that was like the time change too but I was like oh shit like we have a class going on right now this is awesome yeah well and you need to take time away yeah I'm sure I want to talk you know once we get through the history of a tablespoon that we've been still trying to get through which (laughs) is fantastic I love I love a tangent I've said that before um but yeah I want to talk to you about how yeah take care of yourself and like manage everything that you're managing but okay so out of kinley offering classes started with knife skills yes this is where we are yeah we've got all sorts of classes yeah we also have uh private events catering yeah how Um, did you come up with the name so i worked with an agency to do that um interesting i did yeah i i had no clue what i wanted like i really didn't have a plan to start the business so when we started my first class it was knife skills i gathered 10 of my friends Uh and i was like hey I want to do this. I need you to come like be guinea pigs. And did you like build the curriculum? Like you were the very one- slowly. Yeah. So yeah. we started with knife skills. We did that guinea pig class and I was like, oh, well, this was fun. Like, let's do it again. And yeah. I, at the time, like I said, I like needed to kind of get serious about stuff. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, I'm going to put some other classes on the schedule. So we did. Um, This was like se- in September that we did the first class. And I was like, well, I'll do one. It's funny because at the time this felt like a lot and I was like I'm gonna do one a month until the end of the year so Mm -hmm. like October November December Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um which is like less than we do in a week now but at the time I was like oh when it was just you yeah um yeah so we did uh our second class we ever did was a soup class and then we did uh a holiday cocktail class which we partnered with the rind yes and um pleasantry oh amazing yeah Pascal's Danny yeah so he uh it was when Jacob was there uh, working the bar and okay. he did cocktails so it was like this like little holiday cocktail party thing oh, that's so fun I yeah love it was awesome things. um but so yeah we did those and then Becca who's still on my team joined me mm-hmm. around that time in mm-hmm. November she joined me right before the soups class mm-hmm. and uh we just started kind of adding stuff gradually from there. Yeah. So when you worked with the agency, were you kind of giving them like, hey, this is like a feeling I have and yes. they came to you with ideas? So we did the first couple of classes and I was like, all right, this is awkward because it's just like, come cook with Jordan. Like, Right. We need a name. You need a brand. Yeah, you I was a like, story to tell. I was like, I'm a nobody. This is not that compelling. <laughs> like yes. I'm going to need to get. So um, I worked with them and I kind of told them like what I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. what I what my goals were um the vision and they were like all right here so the agency was paper plane um they were in pendleton okay cool so doug was a friend of mine yeah is a friend of mine 
and uh, they helped me out and they gave me some like um, some options and then we kind of went through them. They yeah. kind of told a little story with each one. I still have it somewhere. Yeah. I know the second name was Course. Like C O U R S E, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's which cool. was kind of like fun. Play like, on food and te- teaching. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. But I don't know why it was really weird because like picking a name for your company, at least for me, is very. It was very awkward. It was very weird. It was um, like nothing like rolled off the tongue. It didn't feel natural. Oh, I when I was trying to think of like a name for the podcast, like we knew, I knew that I wanted to do this. I was agonizing. I yeah. had a Google Doc with yeah. name and name and name and name and name. And it's like really vulnerable kind of. Yeah. Like you're very, I don't know. I was very self-conscious about it. And I yeah. was like, oh, this feels weird. Like this right. is awkward. People right. are going to hate it. And Doug actually gave me really good advice. He was like, you know, in six months or a year from now or even less time, you're not even going to think twice about it. He was like, when mm-hmm. I picked the name Paper Plane, like I felt the same way. And he's like, now it's like just, it's there. It's a thing. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that That's was true. 100% accurate. And it's just, I think it's, I think it's interesting and, and that you had like a couple classes under your belt before yeah. you kind of developed the brand, Yeah, which is interesting. And so like for the podcast, when I started, I wanted I wanted to have everything set mm-hmm. before we kind of got into it. And I was like, I wanted the name. I wanted the the show format. Like yeah. I was like very a stickler about that, which it, it ended up being fine. And mm-hmm. it's like evolved as it has. But now, so I'm starting, this is the first time I'm talking about this on the Ooh. podcast. So I'm starting a, a, a separate YouTube show. Oh, cool. With my friend Betsy, oh, Betsy Wecker. I know Betsy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you do know Betsy. I do know Betsy. So Betsy and I are starting a YouTube show. Cool. And, um, it's going to be called the Betsy and Chrissy show. I like it. So for this, we're like, we just had a meeting today, which is kind of, it's on my mind, but I'm, we're kind of taking like the opposite approach. Yeah. I'm like, Betsy, let's just start recording. Yeah. And like, it will come, you yes. know, like it organically come of like what, not like the mission statement, but like how would we describe ourselves or like yeah. what, what our brand is truly. And it's like, I think that it's interesting. I, both approaches can work. I think there's a really happy medium yeah. for me at least, because if I, wait till everything's perfect I will never get anything done I have to kind of put myself like on a deadline like kind of light a fire under my ass where it's like oh shit I put that on the calendar I better figure it out right when you Um, are doing everything on your own you don't have a co-founder yeah it's all you and I forever am thankful for Andy the girl that I started the podcast with because like she was that fire for me yeah because I would have I just don't can honestly say I don't know if I would have fucking done it on my own yeah. like got it off the ground on my own yeah I I I have to find like a balance because yeah. I don't like to do anything so last minute like I wouldn't say I'm a procrastinator I don't like to do things last minute oh, but I have no. to kind of sometimes make decisions before yeah. I have it all figured out yeah. figured out and then I have to like figure it out yeah yeah no, that's a good point that's a good point okay so you're in it now how long has it been how long have you been doing it uh three and a half years so that's a long time yeah, yeah, it's gone very quickly. I'm I would sure. say, you know, we started very slow. So it was like one class a month, uh-huh. two classes a month. And then we ramped up. And uh-huh. now we're at like four or five classes a week. Four to five classes a week. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what do you do for yourself? Like some <laughs> personal practices, self-care practices, like fitness or non-physical fitness yeah. related to like keep you sane through all of this? I, I know you mentioned therapy, which is I do go to a incredible yeah. and amazing. Um. Uh, you know, it's a challenge. This is a challenge for me. I would say the hardest part has been balancing it all because yeah. I tend to 
kind of be like a workaholic mm-hmm. and I'll kind of sacrifice myself and my time and I don't yeah. have very good boundaries with things. Um, yeah. So I try to actively kind of put things. How do you do that? <laughs> How are you trying to actively do it? I'm the same. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. the same way. I'm really um, bad at it. I. So I, I work out at a gym called mm. Trilogy with a trainer called Matt, Matt Casey. Cool. Um, which is a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, what kind of workouts are you doing? So it's, it's strength training essentially. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's awesome. He is, um, I've been going there for six years, I oh, think. Yeah. Then which, you know, it's good. Yeah. Cause I am not someone who sticks with a, a workout <laughs> yeah. or the gyms. I'm not someone who like really in enjoys working out yeah. necessarily i mean i do but Fair. not i'm not it's not like my hobby it's not my passion um i totally get that about people like yeah. it is not ever it is not everyone's like go to like this is what i want to do to like get yeah. out of stress or like this is what makes me feel yeah good. i like it i like the results it's hard for me to sometimes get there mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but matt i mean i have stuck with him for six years he's phenomenal yeah uh, i can't you should have him on the show yeah hell yeah <laughs> i can't say enough good things but so I do that and that that was kind of something like I uh, maybe like a year ago I really got lax about it and I was like was that one of like the first so was that like one of the first things to go if yeah you like get stressed? yeah because my schedule like so I'm good about it when I'm in a routine right but then once I get out of that routine it's hard for me to get back into it so yeah. I really noticed a change when I stopped going did you notice like mentally mentally physically I lost strength mm-hmm. um and I just like didn't feel is great yeah so I'm really and it doesn't happen like this week I didn't go to the gym because mm-hmm. we had a catering Tuesday morning I was in this class yesterday I worked doubles on Wednesday it just like didn't happen yeah um, but hopefully next week I'll be there twice to make yeah. up for it yeah so. yeah no I that's something that I'm working through too where before I would I came from this very dogmatic place of like I will never sacrifice like my workout routine mm-hmm. and then I started working the out, like got put in a new job, Mm -hmm. obviously had the pot. Like then I'm like, okay, no, I like, I actually can't. And like, it's not good for me to just try to like fit this in to fit it in. Like I just need to make it work how it's going to work. Yeah. And like get rid of that pressure. Yeah. Where it can be the, like I firmly believe for me. And that's why I'm so interested in talking to people doing amazing, cool things. Like how does fitness play into your overall projection of success? But at the same time that like, it's not always going to be there. Yeah. And I feel better. You know, it's something I'm really trying to prioritize and not schedule over. Because mm-hmm. um, for a while I was like, oh, well, I'll just skip my workout and then I can do this meeting or I can do that or whatever. And I'm right. trying not to do that anymore because I realize the effect it has. Yeah. Oh, it's um, like it makes your brain better. It does. Yeah. yeah. And the strength. I mean, my job's pretty physical. I'm yeah. on my feet a lot. And right. so the strength portion um, makes yeah. me better right. at my job. And more comfortable i'm not like dying at the end of a double or something totally so So besides like the physical yeah so um i've go to a therapist Mm -hmm. um so i actually i just started a couple months ago going to galia so i go to jen burns okay that has been phenomenal um i've gone to a couple different therapists over the years and this like they always say like oh you have to find a really good fit um and i i didn't think the others were bad fits but now i'm like oh now you understand this is it i got it like She's great. So yeah, yeah. I'm not, Galia has amazing people. Go back yeah. and listen. Past guest, Dr. Ashley Solomon. Yeah, incredible. Did yeah. you listen to that episode? I haven't yet, but oh, it's been on yeah. my. Yeah, I, I've got it queued <laughs> up. Yeah, so She's that's so good. good. Um, you know, beyond that, it's still a work in progress. Totally. Um, I'm trying to 
totally find time for do you take time for fun you know i'm really trying to yeah <laughs> you answered that super I'm, quick <laughs> i'm trying chrissy okay i'm trying <laughs> I'm really good at like being busy. I I'm not good at sitting still. No, I'm, I don't know how. I I can't. Sit yeah, still. I don't relax. Oh, so like, um, I've been doing a puzzle that's been. Fun. That's a great strategy. Yeah, because like it's like, I'm it's active. But I've heard it's, people are really getting into puzzles these days. Yeah, I would recommend it. I did one actually as part of this like Goldman Sachs class. They had us do a puzzle, and I was like, oh shit, this is fun. You know, Betsy but then they, loves like, puzzles. They didn't let us finish it, and it was like very um that's terrible unsettling yeah. that was like part of the whole exercise oh but God. to this to day i still think about that it's like a united <laughs> states puzzle made out of license plates and like you're like i gotta go find this puzzle uh, so yeah i'm gonna it. ask him if i can take it home with me or something <laughs> you like go up to class you're like um i know this is like part of the lesson but i really need the puzzle. <laughs> I know. yeah so i mean i try to like still this sounds so sad like, no, it's oh, I'm not. Trying to have fun. No, I do. I do. Like for me, honestly, work is fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is like, a and cool you get to be part. with people. Yeah. And... So no, totally. Yeah, my boyfriend's in the industry too, so it's you know we have like a challenge with that because we have similar but different schedules. So yeah, I know the restaurant industry and schedules is just it's like tough. it's so tough, but also. I like I low key fantasize about it because like my mom's in the industry too. She's been in like. She was a waitress uh-huh. forever, like when we were young growing yeah. up. Then she got into management okay. and then like a food and beverage director. Yeah. She's worked in restaurants for and like then before that, like my grandma mm-hmm. and my dad and my grandpa, we I grew up in Atlantic City. Yeah. Everyone worked at the casino. Everyone was in hospitality. Oh, like yeah. it's like in my blood, yeah. right? Yeah. And I have a bunch of friends that are also in the industry. And so I like have this like, oh, I could like be good at this. But like You would be good at it. But I can't because I would be a addicted to the chaos of it <laughs> i would be like okay yeah you work shit then i'd be like out with everyone yeah and then i would be like fucking out late then i'd have to fucking come in early i'd be drunk still i'd be like yeah like i, I, I would that the hard way i would i know myself yeah i know like i love going out mm-hmm. so much and like i i can temper that because i have a fucking job that right. i have to like get up for and like be present yeah but if i was just like bartending or serving i had to stop i mean i <laughs> essentially almost i didn't stop drinking but i really Mm. limited it because i loved going out for a drink or two after work sure you know we'd get off work at like 10 or 11 and then oh shit it's suddenly two in the morning exactly but the problem for me was i still had work to do the next morning Mm. it wasn't like Mm. i was coming in at three the next day right so i just didn't my work was suffering i didn't feel great and i was like i gotta i gotta lock it up i gotta come back yeah um totally which makes it hard because that's like part of the whole social aspect. And so that's something I've struggled with because it's like, how do I, I, uh, I want to have a couple glasses of wine, but I also have to go to the gym at 7 a.m. Yep. And so I know I'm, I'm lucky in that I don't really get hung over. Really? No. Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> a lot of people now, especially our age. Yeah, they do. It hits me a lot. I'm like, I only had two fucking glasses of wine. I feel like shit. I know. Like I took, I had the month. <laughs> of drinking off from yeah. carnivore right uh-huh i went out like that first time drinking <laughs> tequila shots wine, and i'm like woke up the next day i'm like cool <laughs> what are we doing mm-hmm. like i had to get up at like seven to drive to cleveland i'm like oh, i feel man. great that's impressive I, it's not <laughs> it's I, think, I think now that you know now that i'm 30 mm-hmm. um it's become very 
unpredictable for me. Like oh. in the past, I would like know like, okay, I'm going to not feel good tomorrow or like I'll be fine. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I think I'll be okay. And I'll like not feel good or I'll be like, oh, tomorrow's going to be rough, but I'll actually be okay. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Yeah. I think it has a lot to like, are you, did you drink, drinking or eating? Yeah. Hydration. 100%. There's like a, your sleep. Yeah. It all comes into play. Yeah. yeah. I have to ask about your Instagram snack reviews. Oh, yeah. Because I've heard from <laughs> multiple people. <laughs> Very infamous. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about these snack um, reviews. Where did they come from? Okay. What have you done? These started when I... I wish I had a snack for you to review Oh, right we now. should have done that. I know. I've got 30 in my car. Fuck. It's kind of down the street. <laughs> yeah, if we wait too long. <laughs> Um, so it started, it was on Snapchat is when it started and I Were was you a Snapchatter? I was a I Snapchatter was, yeah. too. I kind of miss it. I know me too. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I was I like, too, oh, I'm never going to do Instagram stories. Three filters. With- <laughs> yeah. Three filters. I said the same thing until I realized my Instagram views were way higher right. than my Snapchat Yeah. And I was views, like, I don't want to do like, two different apps. Like, this is a pain. Yes. Yes. Um, it started in Europe. I was in Europe with two of my friends. We did like, um, they both weren't working at the time, and it was when I was doing the blog thing. Uh, so mm-hmm. we did fun employed all yeah, around. Yeah, we did this like great trip. Um, I think they were there just like about six weeks, and I was there about a month. Mm. But where yeah. were you? Oh where was it? God, I think I started in uh, for this trip. We started in Paris. I I met them. I started in Paris. I met them in Brussels, and then we went to Amsterdam, Berlin, Budapest, Prague. Istanbul. This is literally what I think about every single day of my life as I, I sit really, down at my computer. It was great. And <laughs> it was great. Um, yeah. It sounds incredible. It, at least you have the memory of it. I do have the memory. <laughs> I think about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we started there because we would buy these like snacks and try them. And then we'd be in like uh, cabs, like going like to the airport at like 4 a.m. And sure. my best friend, Annie, I would like kind of annoy her and be on Snapchat. Like they weren't really using Snapchat. Yes. No, I was also that friend. And I was like obnoxious. <laughs> yes. Like, and like, how do you like this snack? She's like, fuck you. It's like 4 a.m. And we're on the way to the airport. Yeah, uh, and yeah, so yeah. then it kind of became a thing. So you would just like eat the snack and review yeah, it? Yeah, so you got to like open the bag. You got to smell them. Like that's a big part. And then you start eating them. Do you and just describe it as yeah, you're doing kind it? Kind of like not like extreme. I try to keep them light. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's like one of the weirdest ones you ever oh, had? Oh, we've done like some seafood flavored ones. We've done like the best ones are like when you don't really know what they're supposed to be. Because the, the language is, yeah. li- you have no idea yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's like, is it like chips? Chips, or- a lot of chips. But uh-huh. sometimes That's we, what I'm picturing. It's isn't mostly my- chips, um, but then we, we'll go into other. So do you, do you describe the taste? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, do you, and you say like, if you like it or I not? I mean, it's more fun when they're bad, right? Like kind of definitely. The, we hope sometimes that they're bad. Because like if they're good, it's like, oh, this is delicious. But that's like not that exciting. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I have uh, Annie and her sister, Biff, um, her two of my best friends went they they're the main i would say characters in these snack oh, reviews along with my boyfriend too. moppy uh-huh. i get him to do them sometimes my mother does them i'll get random people I sometimes strangers at bars i'll do them that's kind of fun oh my god can you please do one soon i really yeah need to see they're one. best when i've had like a couple glasses of wine sure everything but, is yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but I, the reason I have 30 in my car is because they went to jungle gyms and bought me 30 snacks for my birthday. And I was like, you guys know you're setting yourselves up here because so you're going to have to do all these. Definitely going to do this. I okay, am. good. We're and then all one of my, you. a couple of my employees ordered some from Thailand for me for Christmas, which I haven't tried any of them yet because I've been saving them. 
But I was like, one day, like, I went to go to work and there was this random box outside of my door and it was all in Thai. And, like, it didn't have, like, a sender or anything on it. I was like, what is this? And it was just all snacks. So I was like, who sent me this? I can't. I really can't wait for him. I've had several people be like, ask her about her Instagram snack. We'll do them together. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can I be a participant in one? Yeah. Oh, this is so fun. It's fun. fun. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Jordan, what does being fit mean to you? You know, I've been, like, stressing about this question. (laughs) I was like, I saw Matt Casey earlier today, and I was like, Matt, how do I respond to this question? Because I don't know. Um, So for me, it's it's, a really hard-hitting question, man. It is a hard question. Um, So for me, it's about, you know, um, building strength and feeling good Mm -hmm. just so I can – I have kind of, like, a food-focused life. So there's always been that battle about, like, oh, you know, food and weight Mm -hmm. and appearance and enjoying food but not – you know, it's a I, fucking I, constant battle. Yeah, I struggle with that every day. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, like, why does food have to taste so great? I know. I love it. Yeah, and I think that's good. I think we yeah. should love it. Right. So, it's pl- I, to me, it's a part of a pleasurable thing in life, and I don't yeah. think that is a bad thing necessarily. Yeah. And I'll give another plug for Matt because if you're looking for kind of like a trainer or a gym who mm. also um, is very like Matt loves food, mm-hmm. and so it's really good fit for me. Actually several of the chefs in the city work out there like Mm. jose salazar dan wright oh um, nice nice yeah and we i think that for most people the majority of people they like to eat food i hope so and like we talked about this on the carnivore episode like we are wired as human beings to want and enjoy yeah and eat food it's pleasurable yeah and like it it, there's i don't think we have to like always be in a constant battle with that but i but i recognize that too oh yeah I I am. Yeah. We are. So Women are. Matt's great because he is very, uh, you know, he's not telling me like, oh, just eat like chicken and broccoli or something. Like he gets it. Yeah. So, and like, totally sure. I can do yeah. that for four weeks, six yeah. weeks. Yeah. He's great. My whole life. You know, my no. boyfriend, Moppy, is a chef too. He works mm-hmm. out there as well. It's awesome. But so being fit for me is really just being able to live kind of like a food focused, balanced lifestyle, yeah. being strong enough to do my job and feel good. Yep. Um, and also kind of. Yeah, having yeah. some I don't know. That's a great <laughs> answer, Jordan. It's a fantastic I love I love I love how you say that you want to have a you have a food focused life. I do. I love food. And like if I would cut that out, I'd be miserable. I mean, not truly. only is it my job, but like I truly I love it. I cut it out. I did the carnivore yeah. diet for a month. I ate only meat. I cut out all pleasurable things about food. Well, it I think was meat is good, you know. Sure, but, but when it's, no, the, it's, only when it's the only thing, thing it's, yeah, only seasoned with salt and pepper. <laughs> oh, that's salt. all you did. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that'd get boring. It does. It totally removes the pleasure from food altogether, which is a very interesting experience where you're kind of like, <sighs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't recommend it for I me. Think I it per- wasn't good for me. Yeah, yeah. I like. Um, I don't think any foods are bad. No. I don't think, uh, you know, I like to, there's yeah. nothing I don't eat. Oh, um, yeah, there's nothing. What's your favorite food? What's your favorite food to cook? You know, my favorite food of all time is chicken tenders and fries. Oh, fuck. Honey mustard and ranch fuck on the side. Yeah. Where's your favorite place to get chicken fingers and fries? Because Ooh. I know mine. Okay. Um, in Cincinnati. Uh, in Cincinnati, what do I think is the best? You know, I thought uh, Chicks was really pretty good. Uh, not the chicken as much as I liked the fries and the sides. And their hush puppies. Yeah, those were good too. I don't so know I was, what happened to them, but yeah, they just uh, didn't work. Well, I think they had they could do better other ways. Oh, okay. With, like I don't know, yeah, private events and things. But, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, 
They were good. Where is my favorite place? Do you want to know mine? Yeah, I do. The Pony. The Pony. That was one in the back of my head. Oh my fucking God. Yeah, they're good. Their chicken fingers yeah. are so good. Their honey mustard is so good. Their ranch, so I think I need to get good. it again soon. That was in the back. I think I'm uh, like kind of an like equal opportunist. Steamy. Yeah. Like I even mean, bad ones, like I don't really hate. Yeah. Like, so. No, I hear you. Chicken my, fingers uh, are good. My boyfriend's <laughs> uh, parents went to Restaurant Depot today because they were like getting stuff. To what b- is Restaurant Depot? Oh, it's like a restaurant supply store. Okay. It's like kind a, of hell. I don't really recommend going. I hate it. Yeah. But they were there to pick up some supplies because like the kids are off school for a while and all this. Oh, but God, uh, yeah. I was like, can you get me some chicken tenders? And I was just kind of kidding. Um, but they bought a whole case. So now we have a case well, of chicken tenders. Well, there you go. How are you going to cook them? Well, I mean... Hopefully we'll fry them. We should. I mean, they're not going to be good if you don't fry them. Right. Can you use an air fryer? No. No. (laughs) Sorry. If Kayla Hansman's listening, sorry. That's exactly (laughs) who I was thinking of. Oh, my God. Okay, Jordan, where can people follow you? We want to see the snack reviews. Yeah. um, At Jordan Hammonds. That's Mm -hmm. my personal at Tablespoon Cooking Company. And Uh uh, you can sign up for classes on our website, tablespooncookingco.com. Do they have... when do you like when do they go on sale they're already so we're kind of playing around with this a little bit and um depending on when this airs and what's going on this is going to air march 20th well so right now we're in a bit of a you know coronavirus crisis i know i didn't even want to say the word on this fucking podcast i'm sorry but but it'll depend (laughs) we're we're a little bit uh you know we're not sure quite what's going to happen with some of our classes but traditionally they go on sale the first friday of the month okay okay that's good so yeah good to know 7 a.m perfect thank you so much thank you this was so fun. much fun we'll do a snack review soon can't wait for the snack <laughs> review reminder to listeners follow on instagram at what the fit podcast follow me at chrissy grody order my merch um support me on patreon not me personally but the podcast support the podcast on patreon rate review tell all your friends about what the fit and if you're looking to grow your business coaching fitness events advertise what the fit dm me for information or email what the fit podcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much.